Hello and welcome to the ISIS LNG podcast. Um, I'm Josie Shillito, Deputy Editor of Global LNG Markets, and I'm here with Ed Cox, the Editor of Global LNG Markets, here on the phone. Hello, Ed. Hello, Josie. Hi. Um, we're here today to discuss um, the export of LNG from the Americas to Europe, and um, in a few days' time, the Creole Spirit LNG carrier is due to arrive into Portugal carrying volumes um, from the US's Sabine Pass plant, and this will be the first US exports to hit Europe. So Ed, I was wondering if you could put this into its context a little bit and um, tell us about what this means for European gas supply. Yeah, sure. Well, the headline there, as you said, Josie, this is the first Gulf US export cargo to come to Europe. We've been expecting cargoes to come to Europe, so this is the main headline. Um, it's the sixth cargo to come out of Sabine Pass. The others have gone to Brazil, India, Argentina so far. Um, so this Creole Spirit, we're expecting about the 26th into Portugal to be received by Portuguese incumbent Gout. Um, and actually, interestingly, there are another two vessels either close to or coming into Spoon Pass. Um, there is the prospect perhaps of more cargoes coming into Portugal after that into Chinesh. Um, from a broader European perspective, this is not going to impact prices, it's not going to impact sentiment on hubs in, in Northwest Europe. Down the line, of course, we're expecting more US volumes to come in the next months and years, and that may well be a different matter. Um, but I think this is more, really more a headline first cargo coming to Europe. And actually, let's take a step back and look. Chinesh and Portugal, the terminal, has often been used as a storage play, and cargoes have actually been reloaded and gone back towards the Americas, so Brazil and Argentina in the past, including last year. So it's possible that these cargoes may not actually hit the European market at all. They may be reloaded to tie in with procurement tender needs from other buyers. So this is a new dynamic. Um, it's it's uh, an interesting uh, development and uh, we'll keep following it closely, but the actual impact on hub prices we shouldn't overstate at this point. So there's minimal impact on hub prices. Where hub prices come into it is that European hub prices uh, recently have been so low that they're very attractive for buyers, which is why uh, shippers are looking to load LNG and, and take it back to the uh, places where there is demand, such as um, Argentina. However, um, the European hub prices have been going up um, over the last week or so, but the Henry hub in the US has not. So does this mean that this kind of play is in jeopardy? Well, I think from the US exporter's point of view, first, it's good news that there is perhaps a market for European buyers, if you forget the reload market for a moment, that there could potentially be a margin if you look at the cost structure from the Henry Hub plus the liquefaction plus the shipping into Europe, um, because Europe is meant to be a market of last resort. From a reload perspective, a higher hub price, yes, that means a higher reload cost. The global market is still fundamentally oversupplied, so that could mean that Europe is a source of supply is less economic. But don't forget the oil price is going up. This means that LNG prices in Asia, in the Middle East, and I would then expect as a result in the Americas in due course could also go up. So if these markets are all moving together, then actually the difference between them doesn't necessarily change. Um, the interesting point there, as you said, the Henry Hub, of course, is not 
dominated by the price of oil or by global gas fundamentals. So the fact that that price hasn't changed is interesting, and that's a new dynamic in the global market. But then again, the Henry Hub price on the Ford curve is more expensive in a few months than it is now. So that in turn will affect the cost of energy coming out of the US. Broadly, what would you say is the outlook for European demand for LNG? Yeah, I think I think things are happening. I think there's more short-term activity now globally on LNG because there's more liquidity and because the spot price is below oil indexation. Um, specifically in Europe, there's no flood of cargoes coming in at the moment. But we have seen more term cargoes coming in, particularly into France um, in recent months, perhaps because of the oversupply elsewhere. And the big news in Italy this week was the award of... Um, cargoes uh, into two of the, the country's three import terminals. We're expecting six cargoes to be delivered over the summer months, uh, one into Panagaglia uh, and then the others into Livorno and this is part of a, a, a storage and regasification auction um, that has taken place and that really is, that's considerable demand for a market that, that is not typically involved in, in spot energy procurement. So we, we hear that Several European traders are involved in that, and we expect more details on price to come out soon. Uh, in which case, there are some signs that LNG in Europe is more in the mix um, in, in a variety of ways, and I think there are signs, you know, in the next few months and the next year, inevitably LNG will play more of a part in Europe, and we'll find out in due course exactly how that will pan out. We know that the high regas costs in Italy have been a hurdle a barrier to trade and I think this auction has perhaps worked around that a little bit but obviously it comes to a time where a number of sellers are looking for LNG buyers so it, it, it's tapped into the broader sentiment at, at the right time actually. Thank you very much Ed uh, for your time. If you would like to hear more um, about the Italian storage auctions um, or any more LNG news please go to www.isis.com. 